You are now tuned in to the Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is LaToya and I want to thank you so much for listening and for subscribing. I hope and pray that you share this podcast out if it has blessed you in any way. Today, I want to talk to you about praying and preparing. So not only do we pray and we believe God, but God is a God who is all about preparation. He prepares us for the things to come. There's so many powerful examples I can give you about preparation, but God is so gracious and he's so kind that he lets us know about things ahead of time. And the word of God tells us over and over again that he is God who goes before us, right? The strongest example is Jesus. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And so we see that he, that he's gone to prepare a place for us. We also see with John the Baptist that the Lord told him, prepare the way of the Lord, right? So there's so many different examples in the word of God where we are to prepare for the things that are to come. And one of the really powerful examples as well includes Noah and Noah's ark and how the Lord spoke specifically to Noah and commanded him to build the ark. And then the Lord walked him through step-by-step instruction by instruction, and he had to fully obey. So I just want to get into your ear today and tell you that as you are praying, as you are believing God, begin to prepare for the things that you are praying for. Preparation is not just physical things. Of course, you want to get your house, get everything in order. But preparation also means that you are praying, you are fasting, you are seeking the Lord, you are humbling yourself. One very powerful word of advice that someone gave to me years ago, they told me to pray for humility. And I've been doing that because sometimes a call in your life can be so great and you never know the things that you need to prepare. And sometimes we need a little bit more humility. We need to humble ourselves. There's so many things that God wants to do before the promise, before his word comes to pass. So I do want to share that just because I said the words before the promise. I do have a book. It's called Before the Promise. It's on Amazon. It talks about believing God for what you have yet to see, be sure to check it out. I do believe it will bless your life tremendously. Today, I'm going to talk to you about David and how David prepared for being king. And God took him through a preparation process, very similar to how God dealt with Moses. Before Moses went to Pharaoh, God began to deal with Moses and deliver Moses from all his fears. And so the same way um, God dealt with David in a, in a different way, because our preparation process is different, but we can see how the Lord prepares us for the things that he wants us to walk into. So turn with me, if you will, to first Samuel, and we're going to jump right in verse chapter 17, and we're going to jump right in with verse 29. So again, that's first Samuel chapter 17. We're going to start at verse 29. And David said, what have I done now? Is there not a cause? And so, of course, he's talking about going to fight Goliath. Verse 30, then he turned from him toward another and said the same thing. And these people answered him as the first ones did. Now, when the words which David spoke were heard, they reported them to Saul and he sent for him. Then David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. For you are a youth and he a man of war from his youth. 
Do you know that even when you go into this next season, other people may try to disqualify you? And pretty much what Saul was telling David is you're not good enough. And so he's saying, you have not been prepared. You're too young. He had all these reasons why David was not qualified to fight or to beat Goliath. He also compares David to Goliath. And he says, not only David, are you too young, but this Philistine, he has been warring even from the time that he was a youth. So it says he, a man of war from his youth. So he is more qualified. He's been doing this all of his life, but you know that God can do things suddenly. God does not go based on our human reasoning or what we feel like qualifies us. Instead, there's something bigger that God has in store. Now let's take a look at David's response. But David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by the beard and struck and killed it. Listen, I love this because David knew who he was in God. And when you know who you are in God, you don't have to take on other people's insecurities. You don't have to let people tell you that you're not good enough or you're not qualified. David began to tell Saul very respectfully, hey, this is who I am. Even when I was serving in my father's house and keeping the sheep, this is what I have on the inside of me. This is what I'm capable of. And again, you have to know what you carry. You cannot take lightly the things that you have been through because what if those things are preparing you for the things that are to come? And so again, God takes us on a journey to prepare us. And that journey is very personal and it's something that nobody else has walked through but you and God and you and God know what God has done and what God is working in your heart. Verse 36 says, your servant has killed both lion and and bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. So pretty much Davidson is saying, I'm taking everything that I've been through. I'm going to remember the fact that God helped me to kill this lion. I'm going to remember the fact that God helped me to kill this bear. And do you know that you have to bring to remembrance, you have to recall to your mind what the Lord has done. This is such a key aspect and a key element to having faith. You literally have to bring to your remembrance what the Lord has done. You have to stand on the word of God. You have to stand on who God is. And so David didn't have a time to doubt and be fearful and be afraid. He had to remember that the same God that brought me through all these other things is the same God that's going to defeat this uncircumcised Philistine. Why? Because nothing is too hard for God. God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can hope for or imagine. So I want to just encourage you to one, block out fear. When you're preparing and when you're seeking the Lord, you don't have time to be afraid. You don't have time to be fearful. You have to go forth and do what God is calling you to do. And one of the key ways to blocking out fear is by building up your faith, building up your faith in God, encouraging yourself in the Lord, reading the word of God, 
fasting, seeking God's face, and even taking some time to testify about what the Lord has already done. And so David, I love this because he saw this as ammunition. He saw this as bullets that he already had stored up. He already knew that he could defeat a lion and he could defeat a bear. And these were both very critical to his process about fighting Goliath. So of course we love the story of David and Goliath. It's very triumphant. I love the boldness that David had and the fact that he was standing for God. And even in the midst of that, we see that he was being prepared ahead of time. God was preparing him to stand and to stand against what was about to come. And so as we pray, even though the process may seem hard or difficult, you have to trust God and you have to be willing to say, Lord, prepare me, prepare me for the things that are to come. And you have to also be ready to remember what God has spoken and what God has said. When fear tries to come, when doubt tries to come, you have to get back into the word. You have to stand on your testimony. You have to remember the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God and what God has brought you through. And sometimes even just remembering those things helps us to fight. It helps us to hold on. It helps us to stand. Amen. Glory be unto God. So I pray that wherever you are in this season. Maybe you have dreams and goals and things that you are believing God for. At the end of the day, we know that God himself, he is the reward. It's not just what he can give to us, but it's his presence. It's him, right? We know that we understand that. And so even if God prepares us for things that he wants to do in our lives, part of that preparation is God, get a hold of my heart so that nothing in this world matters more than you. Also, God, use everything that I've been through for your glory and for your kingdom, that you will get the glory, that you will get the honor, that you will get the praise. We see that after everything was said and done with David and Goliath, that the Lord, he got the glory. Everybody knew that this little David was able to defeat this, defeat this giant. Why? Because the Lord was on their side and David took this battle very personal. Okay. He took this battle very personal because Goliath was not saying bad things about his father or his brother or his family, but he was coming against his Lord. And so when you understand that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, that this battle, that this fight is so much bigger than you, then you fully trust God and you put your best foot forward and you take this thing personal and you begin to say, God, I'm standing in your name, in your power, in your strength, and I'm going to defend you. I'm going to fight. I'm going to war. I'm going to stand on your behalf. Of course, God doesn't need us to defend him, but you get what I'm saying. We have to be sure and understand that we are on the Lord's side and we are going to fight in victory and in authority because we have already won this battle. Praise be unto God. I want to say a prayer for you. Father, I pray for each and every person that is listening to this podcast today. God, that as you take each of us on a journey to prepare us, God, to prepare our hearts. God, I pray that you would do whatever it is that you need to do. God, fully let our hearts be surrendered to you. God, part of preparing for things to come, maybe forgiving other people and maybe getting our finances or our health in order, all these different things, God. And so even when it doesn't make sense, Help us to trust you in the process 
process. Help us to trust you, God, even when we can't fully see all that you are doing. Help us to lean not to our own understanding, but in all of our ways to acknowledge you and you will direct our paths. God, I pray that you will just stir up a sense of urgency that we will completely obey you. God, that we will not be delayed. What happened if Noah was delayed in building that ark? We don't even know. And so God, I pray that you will help us to walk in total obedience and to walk by faith and not by sight. And to remember that faith without works is dead. So we have to work. We have to prepare. It's not time to take our ease in Zion. So Lord, I thank you right now. And I give you praise and I give you glory and I give you honor. I thank you that everything that you have done in our lives, God, it is for your glory is for your good and nothing will be wasted. Hallelujah. Nothing will be wasted. So father, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise in Jesus mighty and matchless name. We pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening and for tuning in. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at prayer is breathing. You can also visit us on Facebook at prayer is breathing and definitely stay tuned for next week. If you need any Christian clothing, you can visit awakechristianclothing.com. You can also follow Awake Christian Clothing on Instagram as well. God bless. Continue to walk in victory in Jesus name.